right, so we back. Um, if if you can hear the background, my coworkers are Litty Fi Titty, and I'm just trying to record this podcast and get it sent to me, um, before uh SmackDown and get home. I ain't gonna make it home for SmackDown. But I'm definitely trying to get this recorded and sent to me before like eight o'clock. Anyway, uh, let's see. What do we talk about? Now? Okay, I guess uh, let's talk about some good shit. Uh, Beachella. Oh, bitch. Let me tell you, I'm a woman of a particular age, and my doctor finally acknowledged the fact that I have insomnia, like real shit insomnia. So my doctor is giving me sleeping pills and because like they're so new to me, I try to take them at the same time every day so that my body can get on a routine. So I didn't watch it at fucking two o'clock in the morning with everybody else. I was dead to the bed, but I did watch it at six o'clock the next morning before I went to church. And on a side note, okay, so I went to church, right? And it was youth and young adult day. And I wanted to die. Listen, (laughs) it's just us, right? Youth and young adult day at church really takes the energy out of me. They had tambourines. They were doing drills and steps. They were millie rocking in their white polos and khaki pants. I wish somebody would have told me in advance that Sunday was Youth and Young Adult Day because I would have watched online at home. Okay, I'm so happy I got that off my chest. <laughs> um, Beach Hella was everything except for Jay-Z messing up his verse on Deja Vu. I can't even... What's happening? Oh. I don't even have, like, the words to describe the way it made me feel. Beachella is basically the reason why I'm going to Johnson C. Smith University's homecoming this fall. So, you hoes better be happy because it'll probably be the last time I come for another 10 years. Um, I think the costumes were beautiful. I think the fact that she, her band was members of or former member former and current members of hbcu bands was amazing ashley looked amazing everett i'm talking about ashley everett um it was just beautiful like of course you're gonna listen to a bunch of other podcasts like the read and maybe Jaden xd if they have a live episode this week i'm not sure shout out to them they got a live show on Friday in LA. Make sure you get your free tickets if you didn't already. Um, but it was just, oh my God. Like I, I stand. I stand. I stand and then I went to go praise the Lord, just like God intended me to do. Um they are really on something else right now. So Cardi B's Coachella performance. <laughs> um I don't have too much to say, but I love the fact that Mama is staying true to herself. Yeah, that's that's all I got. I I think I think the left eye homage was really cute. Um, I think her outfit was very appropriate. I love that she had strippers on the stage. I love that she brought out basically every feature from her album except for Migos. Um, 
And it was good. I mean, I know that she took a L financial wise on the show, but I think it was worth it. She has one more festival or two more, two more festivals to do before I think she's sitting out. She's not doing Summer Jam, but she is doing Sofrito Fest, which is like the same week or something like that. I think Sofrito Fest is June 8th. And I think I'm going to Sofrito Fest. Blah, blah, blah. I think I'm going to Sofrito Fest. Um, Lord, Tatiana, can you get it together? I think I'm going to Sofrito Fest. Sofrito Fest. Thank you. <laughs> I think I'm going to Sofrito Fest because um, Bad Bunny will be there. So that increases my chances by 80% to get a live performance of I Like. So I think that's at Brooklyn Barclays, and I think it's like June 8th or something like that, the 8th or the 6th, whatever that Friday is. Um, And I think she's doing Broccoli Fest. I'm not 100% sure. But I think after Sofrito Fest, she's sitting her ass down until that baby comes because she's due in like July, and she's having a little girl. Remember who who you heard she's having a little girl with first. Um, All right, so... I'm about to go get one more alcohol beverage at this work function and I'm going to pour it out um, for Tanache. My good sis. <sighs> I love Tanache. I want Tanache to win. However, there is some type of disconnect between her and um between her and her fan base. So her her sophomore album Joyride came out last friday um it reportedly did 15 to 20k in total units with five to seven being pure sales basically to keep it 100 it's a fucking flop i'm supposed to be at kiki palmer's damn album release party i knew i had some shit to do today damn anyway um basically it's a flop and it probably did worse in numbers than the joy than the fantasy ride or whatever mixtape did. Um, so I listened to Tanache's album. It it doesn't suck, but here's the thing. If I wasn't a Tanache fan, I've been a Tanache fan since about 2010, 2011. If I wasn't a Tanache fan and I used the sophomore album as like my intro to her, like, like, oh, I think her, I think Aquarius is cute. I think the mixtapes are cute. I'm gonna get into her. Um, I would have no idea who the fuck Tanache is. These songs on her album, they don't lead me to believe that I'm getting to know Tanache as a person. They just sound like a bunch of demos, like Anybody could have sound, sung them songs and they would have sound good. It's kind of like what Sierra went through after um, the evolution because the evolution sounds so perfect. 
um, the evolution sounds so perfect. You got to know Sierra as a woman who was 20, 21 years old and dating 50 Cent, which I get it. I get it, niece. I get it. You got to know Sierra on the evolution that everything that came after that just sounded like, girl, what is this? Like, no, this is what your sound is supposed to be. And Tinashe's biggest issue is that her singles don't match up with her album. In a perfect world, she would have took the best songs from that mixtape um, and the best songs from this Joyride project and made a perfect album. So if I had to make a perfect Tinashe album, I would have done Keep Your Eyes on the Road, Joyride, Lucid Dreaming, Sacrifices, No Drama, Ride of Your Life, which y'all slept on and I hate y'all for it. Company, Soul Glitch, Say La Vie, Ooh La La, <sighs> Ain't Good Enough For You, Party Favors, No Contest, Touch Pass, Ghetto Boy, and then whatever the name of that last song. No, I would have ended with Ghetto Boy. Um, Tanache, it's... <sighs> Fantasy Ride has been delayed for four years. Or at least three. It's been delayed since like 2015. And for her to come up with that project, it's just, I don't know. I get it that Mama was doing, she bought the house in the Hollywood Hills and Janet asked her to sing and she got a new boo and she was living life. But again, all of the songs, they sound like demos. They're good songs. I just don't feel like she's as connected to them as she wants me to believe. Also, in her Vulture um, article that came out a week before the album, she talked about a lot of things. And, like, um, she... what was, was There's two things that stuck out to me. She didn't, she talked as a person, she talked like a person who didn't want their label to be blamed for her bullshit, which means when I read it, I was like, okay, like, you're, you're saying the label didn't make you do certain things, but the label did make you, she talks about the thing, but the label did make you do some things like release the song with Chris Brown and release that terrible ass ballad what was it called fire or something like that two summers ago but on the flip side like now you have control of your music and it sounds like bullshit to me I don't think you have as much control as you want us to believe but also I don't completely blame RCA for why her album sucks she has a team and either her team is not telling the truth or her team don't give a fuck about her RCA is fucking up in different ways. There's no reason why a Zayn Malik single should have been released the night before Tanache's album. That shouldn't be a thing. All of your focus the week of whatever day that was, the six, uh, all of your focus last week should have been on Tanache and her album. There's no reason why Zayn Malik should have dropped an R&B ballad. What the fuck? Like, I'm going to Zayn Malik for R&B ballads now? No reason why he shot, he dropped an R&B ballad last week. None. Um. So, in that, in that space, I blame RCA. Her management is piss poor. Because 
they don't know how to release things. They just release shit for the sake of releasing things. Company should have been a smash. Ride of Your Life should have been a smash. The song with Britney should have been bigger than what it was. Um, there were plenty of missteps and she's being mismanaged. Even if she's mismanaging herself, she's being mismanaged and she needs retooling. Everybody who is currently on Tanache's team down to the wardrobe person needs to get fired. There's no reason why Tanache, a person who had one of the biggest songs of the summer a few years ago, five years ago, there's no reason why she's only doing 20K on her sophomore album. No reason. And the reason why people aren't into her, and she talks about it in the interview, is because of the Beyonce comparisons. That's where they fucked up with her initially. Elle Magazine, the night she performed at Powerhouse, which is uh, Power 105's Winter con- Concert, the night she performed at Powerhouse, Elle Magazine fucking tweeted an article with her called, talking about some Tanache is the next Beyonce. You can't do that with these young girls. These young girls will never have a chance if we keep comparing them to Beyonce. And the thing is, fans are so rabid out their goddamn minds that they're not comparing it to Beyonce 20 years ago. They're comparing a first year, second year, third year Tanache or third year Seven Streeter to a 20 year Beyonce. Because Beyonce is now the standard, and she talked about it in the Vulture interview. Beyonce is now accepted as the standard. So if a girl doesn't come out as 2018 or 2017 Beyonce, she's considered a flop. And that's not fair to these young girls because these young girls have talent. They are just not given the opportunity to grow into their artistry like Beyonce was able to grow into her artistry 20 years ago. Because if somebody tells you that the first Destiny's Child album was a smash off a gate, they're a fucking liar. It was an urban smash. They didn't become pop royalty until that second album came out. And that's the facts. The Writings on the Wall was one of the biggest albums ever. And they really didn't launch into superstardom until they fucking kicked out Farrah after three days. And they became a trio and Survivor came out. You have to understand, it takes a lot to become 2018 Beyonce. And unfortunately for these young girls, they're not given the opportunity to grow into their artistry. So Tanache, poor thing. She... She's going on tour, I'm sure. I'm sure the Fantasy Rice Tour will be announced soon if it hasn't already. And it's like, she sells out shows. She sells out shows. She plays and she plays in theaters and stuff like that. She's not like doing Madison Square Garden. Mama knows her audience. She sells out shows, no problem. But it's no reason why... She's selling out venues that hold a couple thousand people and her album is only doing 20K. That's bullshit. Her fans need to be held accountable too because let me tell you something. I supported, Beyonce is one of my faves. I supported Beyonce during I Am Sasha Fierce. And if you can support, if I can support Beyonce through I Am Sasha Fierce, you can support Tanache during Joyride. 
I fucking hate I Am Sasha Fierce. I hate every, almost every song of I Am Sasha Fierce with the exception of Smash Into You and, um, I don't know. I love Smash Into You. I think that might be the only song I like off of the I Am disc. Naturally, I like the Sasha Fierce disc better, but I didn't even like Single Ladies all like that. Single Ladies ain't curl for your girl. It took my best friend Mario for me to like Single Ladies. And still to this day, I don't even think I really like Single Ladies. I just tolerate it. I like it more than I did the first time I heard it, but it don't really curl for your girl. This is what Sinashe needs to do. Poor thing. She needs to lock herself in the studio with Tricky in the Dream. Even if the Dream gives her old um, demos from 10 years ago, they probably would still smack. They probably would still slap. She needs to get in the studio with the Dream. I know she worked with him before, and the song that they had together actually did slap. So I don't know what happened with that relationship or whatever, but she needs to get in the studio with Tricky in the Dream. And she needs to just start over. Solange start over. When Solange start over, she released um, Solange and the Haley Street Dreams. That had Tony on it. Tony fucking slaps. Tanache needs to start over and she really needs to figure out her lane. Not saying that Tanache can't do it all, but... <laughs> We need an album of consistency. You either going to be that party girl. If you a lame nigga, you ain't making no noise. Or you going to be that different girl. You can cross the two, sure. But it needs, she needs to look at the people who came before her. Specifically Sierra. And the blueprint for Sierra's first album and second album is what she needs to copy to succeed. Instead of trying to be that doo-wop pop pop girl, you need to be the urban pop girl. Because the urban pop lane isn't what it was 10, 15 years ago. And if she does it right, especially with the dream by her side, she can fucking own it and win. That's it. I'm just very sad about Tanache. Like, I don't even want to talk anymore. I'm very disappointed. But let me tell you, although I am sad about Tanache, they are really loud, like, fucking loud, loud. Um, As much as I am sad about Tanache, let me tell you what song from that album slaps. No contest. No contest is the one. If I'm Tanache, I'm shooting a video for no contest right now and I'm releasing it the second week of May. She needs to release the video no later than the holiday because that is the one to save this album. Me So Bad sounds like a song that would have popped two years ago. And she claims that 80% of what she originally had for Joyride was thrown away and she did this. I don't believe her. Because Me So Bad definitely sounds like some shit that Drake would have hopped on two years ago. Or even last year with Blem. Like, Me So Bad sounds really dated. But No Contest, that's her one. That is the diamond in the rough. And if I'm Tanache, 
I'm shooting a video for no contest right now. And I'm making sure it's out by the end of May. That's it. Well, I'm about to go home. It's uh, it's time for me to go home. I didn't know my coworkers were this crunk. I would have thought this the festivities would have ended by now. But I'm going to go get another alcoholic beverage and then walk out the door. I'm a hip-hop homegirl, Tatiana Janine. Um, the mini episode is next week. And I'll talk to you on Twitter and shit. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Boom.
we back. Um, if if you can hear the background, my coworkers are Litty by Titty, and I'm just trying to record this podcast and get it sent to me, um, before uh SmackDown and get home. I ain't gonna make it home for SmackDown, but I'm definitely trying to get this recorded and sent to me before like eight o'clock. Anyway, uh, let's see, what do we talk about? Now? Okay, I guess. Let's talk about some good shit. Uh, Beachella. Oh, bitch. Let me tell you, I'm a woman of a particular age, and my doctor finally acknowledged the fact that I have insomnia, like real shit insomnia. So my doctor is giving me sleeping pills, and because, like, they're so new to me, I try to take them at the same time every day so that my body can get on a routine. So I didn't watch it at fucking two o'clock in the morning with everybody else. I was dead to the bed. But I did watch it at six o'clock the next morning before I went to church. And on a side note, okay, so I went to church, right? And it was youth and young adult day and I wanted to die. Listen, (laughs) it's just us, right? Youth and young adult day at church really takes the energy out of me they had tambourines they were doing drills and steps they were millie rocking in their white polos and khaki pants i wish somebody would have told me in advance that sunday was youth and young adult day because i would have watched online at home okay i'm so happy i got that off my chest (laughs) um beach hella was everything except for jay-z messing up his verse on deja vu i can't even what's happening oh i don't even have like the words to describe the way it made me feel Beachella is basically the reason why I'm going to Johnson C. Smith University's homecoming this fall. So you hoes better be happy because it'll probably be the last time I come for another 10 years. Um, I think the costumes were beautiful. I think the fact that she, her band was members of, or former member, former and current members of HBCU bands was amazing. Ashley looked amazing Everett I'm talking about Ashley Everett um it was just beautiful like of course you're gonna listen to a bunch of other podcasts like The Read and maybe Jaden XD if they have a live episode this week I'm not sure shout out to them they got a live show on Friday in LA make sure you get your free tickets if you didn't already um but it was just oh my god like I I stand I stand, I stand, and then I want to go praise the Lord, just like God intended me to do. Um, They are really on something else right now. So Cardi B's Coachella performance. <laughs> um, I don't have too much to say, but I love the fact that Mama is staying true to herself. Yeah, that, that's all I got. I think I think the left eye homage was really cute. Um, I think her outfit was very appropriate. I love that she had strippers on the stage. I love that she brought out basically every feature from her album except for Migos. Um, 
And it was good. I mean, I know that she took a L financial wise on the show, but I think it was worth it. She has one more festival or two more, two more festivals to do before I think she's sitting out. She's not doing Summer Jam, but she is doing Sofrito Fest, which is like the same week or something like that. I think Sofrito Fest is June 8th. And I think I'm going to Sofrito Fest. Blah, blah, blah. I think I'm going to Sofrito Fest. Um, Lord, Tatiana, can you get it together? I think I'm going to Sofrito Fest. Sofrito Fest. Thank you. <laughs> I think I'm going to Sofrito Fest because um, Bad Bunny will be there. So that increases my chances by 80% to get a live performance of I Like. So I think that's at Brooklyn Barclays. And I think it's like June 8th or something like that. The 8th or the 6th, whatever that Friday is. Um, and I think she's doing Broccoli Fest. I'm not 100% sure. But I think after Sofrito Fest, she's sitting her ass down. And so that baby comes because she's due in like July. And she's having a little girl. Remember who, who you heard she's having a little girl with first. Um, all right. So... I'm about to go get one more alcohol beverage at this work function and I'm going to pour it out um, for Tanache. My good sis. I love Tanache. I want Tanache to win. However, there is some type of disconnect between her and um between her and her fan base. So her her sophomore album Joyride came out last friday um it reportedly did 15 to 20k in total units with five to seven being pure sales basically to keep it 100 it's a fucking flop i'm supposed to be at kiki palmer's damn album release party i knew i had some shit to do today damn anyway um basically it's a flop and it probably did worse in numbers than the joy than the fantasy ride or whatever mixtape did. Um, so I listened to Tanache's album. It it doesn't suck, but here's the thing. If I wasn't a Tanache fan, I've been a Tanache fan since about 2010, 2011. If I wasn't a Tanache fan and I used the sophomore album as like my intro to her, like, like, oh, I think her, I think Aquarius is cute. I think the mixtapes are cute. I'm gonna get into her. Um, I would have no idea who the fuck Tanache is. These songs on her album, they don't lead me to believe that I'm getting to know Tanache as a person. They just sound like a bunch of demos, like Anybody could have sound, sung them songs and they would have sound good. It's kind of like what Sierra went through after um, the evolution because the evolution sounds so perfect. 
um, the evolution sounds so perfect. You got to know Sierra as a woman who was 20, 21 years old and dating 50 Cent, which I get it. I get it, niece. I get it. You got to know Sierra on the evolution that everything that came after that just sounded like, girl, what is this? Like, no, this is what your sound is supposed to be. And Tinashe's biggest issue is that her singles don't match up with her album. In a perfect world, she would have took the best songs from that mixtape um, and the best songs from this Joyride project and made a perfect album. So if I had to make a perfect Tinashe album, I would have done Keep Your Eyes on the Road, Joyride, Lucid Dreaming, Sacrifices, No Drama, Ride of Your Life, which y'all slept on and I hate y'all for it. Company, Soul Glitch, Say La Vie, Ooh La La, <sighs> Ain't Good Enough For You, Party Favors, No Contest, Touch Pass, Ghetto Boy, and then whatever the name of that last song. No, I would have ended with Ghetto Boy. Um, Tanache, it's. <sighs> Fantasy Ride has been delayed for four years. Or at least three. It's been delayed since like 2015. And for her to come up with that project, it's just, I don't know. I get it that Mama was doing, she bought the house in the Hollywood Hills and Janet asked her to sing and she got a new boo and she was living life. But again, all of the songs, they sound like demos. They're good songs. I just don't feel like she's as connected to them as she wants me to believe. Also, in her Vulture um, article that came out a week before the album, she talked about a lot of things. And, like, um, she... what was, was There's two things that stuck out to me. She didn't, she talked as a person, she talked like a person who didn't want their label to be blamed for her bullshit, which means when I read it, I was like, okay, like, you're you're saying the label didn't make you do certain things, but the label did make you, she talks about the thing, but the label did make you do some things, like release the song with Chris Brown and release that terrible ass ballad what was it called fire or something like that two summers ago but on the flip side like now you have control of your music and it sounds like bullshit to me I don't think you have as much control as you want us to believe but also I don't completely blame RCA for why her album sucks she has a team and either her team is not telling the truth or her team don't give a fuck about her RCA is fucking up in different ways. There's no reason why a Zayn Malik single should have been released the night before Tanache's album. That shouldn't be a thing. All of your focus the week of whatever day that was, the sixth, uh, all of your focus last week should have been on Tanache and her album. There's no reason why Zayn Malik should have dropped an R&B ballad. What the fuck? Like, I'm going to Zayn Malik for R&B ballads now? No reason why he shot, he dropped an R&B ballad last week. None. Um. So, in that, in that space, I blame RCA. Her management is piss poor. Because 
they don't know how to release things. They just release shit for the sake of releasing things. Company should have been a smash. Ride of Your Life should have been a smash. The song with Britney should have been bigger than what it was. Um, There were plenty of missteps, and she's being mismanaged. Even if she's mismanaging herself, she's being mismanaged, and she needs retooling. Everybody who is currently on Tanache's team, down to the wardrobe person, needs to get fired. There's no reason why Tanache, a person who had one of the biggest songs of the summer a few years ago, five years ago, is no reason why she's only doing 20K on her sophomore album. No reason. And the reason why people aren't into her and she talks about it in the interview is because of the Beyonce comparisons. That's where they fucked up with her initially. Elle magazine, the night she performed at Powerhouse, which is uh Power 105's Winter Con- concert, the night she performed at Powerhouse, Elle magazine fucking tweeted an article with her called talking about some Tanache is the next Beyonce. You can't do that with these young girls. These young girls will never have a chance if we keep comparing them to Beyonce. And the thing is, fans are so rabid out their goddamn minds that they're not comparing it to Beyonce 20 years ago. They're comparing a first year, second year, third year Tanache or third year Seven Streeter to a 20 year Beyonce. Because Beyonce is now the standard, and she talked about it in the Vulture interview. Beyonce is now accepted as the standard. So if a girl doesn't come out as 2018 or 2017 Beyonce, she's considered a flop. And that's not fair to these young girls because these young girls have talent. They are just not given the opportunity to grow into their artistry like Beyonce was able to grow into her artistry 20 years ago. Because if somebody tells you that the first Destiny's Child album was a smash off a gate, they're a fucking liar. It was an urban smash. They didn't become pop royalty until that second album came out. And that's the facts. The Writings on the Wall was one of the biggest albums ever. And they really didn't launch into superstardom until they fucking kicked out Farrah after three days. And they became a trio and Survivor came out. You have to understand, it takes a lot to become 2018 Beyonce. And unfortunately for these young girls, they're not given the opportunity to grow into their artistry. So Tanache, poor thing. She... She's going on tour, I'm sure. I'm sure the Fantasy Rice Tour will be announced soon if it hasn't already. And it's like, she sells out shows. She sells out shows. She plays plays in theaters and stuff like that. She's not like doing Madison Square Garden. Mama knows her audience. She sells out shows, no problem. But it's no reason why... She's selling out venues that hold a couple thousand people and her album is only doing 20K. That's bullshit. Her fans need to be held accountable too because let me tell you something. I supported, Beyonce is one of my faves. I supported Beyonce during I Am Sasha Fierce. And if you can support, if I can support Beyonce through I Am Sasha Fierce, you can support Tanache during Joyride. 
I fucking hate I Am Sasha Fierce. I hate every, almost every song of I Am Sasha Fierce with the exception of Smashing to You and, um, I don't know. I love Smashing to You. I think that might be the only song I like off of the I Am disc. Naturally, I like the Sasha Fierce disc better, but I didn't even like Single Ladies all like that. Single Ladies ain't curl for your girl. It took my best friend Mario for me to like Single Ladies. And still to this day, I don't even think I really like Single Ladies. I just tolerate it. I like it more than I did the first time I heard it, but it don't really curl for your girl. This is what Sinashe needs to do. Poor thing. She needs to lock herself in the studio with Tricky in the dream. Even if the dream gives her old um, demos from 10 years ago, they probably would still smack. They probably would still slap. She needs to get in the studio with the dream. I know she worked with him before, and the song that they had together actually did slap. So I don't know what happened with that relationship or whatever, but she needs to get in the studio with Tricky in the dream. And she needs to just start over. Solange start over. When Solange start over, she released um, Solange in the Haley Street Dreams. That had Tony on it. Tony fucking slaps. Tanache needs to start over. And she really needs to figure out her lane. Not saying that Tanache can't do it all, but... <laughs> We need an album of consistency. You either going to be that party girl. If you a lame nigga, you ain't making no noise. Or you going to be that different girl. You can cross the two, sure. But it needs, she needs to look at the people who came before her. Specifically Sierra. And the blueprint for Sierra's first album and second album is what she needs to copy to succeed. Instead of trying to be that doo-wop pop pop girl, you need to be the urban pop girl. Because the urban pop lane isn't what it was 10, 15 years ago. And if she does it right, especially with the dream by her side, she can fucking own it and win. That's it. I'm just very sad about Tanache. Like, I don't even want to talk anymore. I'm very disappointed. But let me tell you, although I am sad about Tanache, they are really loud, like, fucking loud, loud. Um, as much as I am sad about Tanache, let me tell you what song from that album slaps. No contest. No contest is the one. If I'm Tanache, I'm shooting a video for no contest right now and I'm releasing it the second week of May. She needs to release the video no later than the holiday because that is the one to save this album. Me So Bad sounds like a song that would have popped two years ago. And she claims that 80% of what she originally had for Joyride was thrown away and she did this. I don't believe her. Because Me So Bad definitely sounds like some shit that Drake would have hopped on two years ago. Or even last year with Blim. Like, Me So Bad sounds really dated. But No Contest, that's her one. That is the diamond in the rough. And if I'm Tanache, 
I'm shooting a video for no contest right now. And I'm making sure it's out by the end of May. That's it. Well, I'm about to go home. It's uh, it's time for me to go home. I didn't know my coworkers were this crunk. I would have thought this the festivities would have ended by now. But I'm going to go get another alcoholic beverage and then walk out the door. I'm a hip-hop homegirl, Tatiana Janine. Um, the mini episode is next week. And I'll talk to you on Twitter and shit. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Boom. That was a terrible ending. <laughs>